Hey, what's up? Welcome to the AV Club podcast. No guests again this week, and we'll just kick it off like that. That's kind of one of the things I wanted to talk about and what I wanted to mention. Um, I still enjoy this thing a lot, but I feel this pressure to have a guest in the studio, and it's kind of a pressure that I put on myself just because the difference it does make having somebody live in person compared to over zoom or over something like that. And so I don't know, it's not a big deal. It is fun and and more enjoyable to have somebody in person, but I think I like just talking to people. So that's a pressure I need to stop applying to myself so that I can actually get these things rolling again and release them to you guys. Cause it's fun. I hope you enjoy them and I don't know. It's really interesting to hear these people's stories or not even sometimes their stories, just what they're good at or just having good conversation. So anyways, that was one of the topics I wanted to to touch on. Um, And then here's my call to action to you. Need you to throw in the comments or whatever, text me, DM me, and let me know who you want to hear from. And maybe I can get them on the show and have some more guests rolling because that would also be super helpful. Um, and that doesn't have to be in person, like I just said. So let me know who you want on the show, and we'll try to make it work if it makes sense for what I'm doing here. Anyways, shout out to Zach Via, my big bubby. It's his birthday today. Today's June 30th, and uh, he's 28 years old today. He's in his 29th year, as uh, Taylor's grandpa would say, but he's 28 years old. Anyways, uh, let's kick this off with a recap of where I've been, what I've been doing over the past few weeks, why I continuously seem to miss these things and not be consistent. I, I, I knew that was going to happen. I told myself, I told everybody who, who knew I was doing this, I was like, the one time I allow myself to miss one for a reason that is just laziness, it's going to keep happening. And it did. It did keep happening. But over the past few weeks, I've been really blessed. Been having more consistency in work, which is the best thing you can ask for as like a freelance guy, somebody who's trying to find their own business by just reaching out to random strangers. Um, Got some reoccurring clients and some clients who reach out to me nowadays. And it's, uh, it's so fascinating how in the span of like, I'd say, what is it? It's June, six months, it's the beginning of the year to now, how everything's kind of just shifted, right? It's still not, not like, not super rich or anything like that, but just consistency in income, consistency in clients, consistency in being able to help others has changed my life. It's changed my life. But that's, um, that's like the first thing. So my mind has been on that a lot. And uh, it's a lot of trial and error within that realm and, and within trying to find new clients and people to do business with and networking events. And it's weird. I never thought I'd go to networking events just being like a freelance guy, but it's kind of important to just know people and know what you do and how good you are so that they can recommend you. And it's really cool. There's one, um, every Friday at this really good coffee shop and they pay for the coffee. So connections or not, I'm there free coffee. It's got my name written all over it. Uh, anyways, what's that what happened i was in california for a while like we went for four days we were supposed to run a half marathon me and uh 
me and Danny Unknown over there in L.A., the L.A. boy. So Taylor and I went to visit. Supposed to run a half marathon. He was injured or something like that. He doesn't listen to these, so I can talk trash. And he, he we weren't able to run it, but we still went down there and had a really good time. We went to Foodie Land at the Rose Bowl. And what Foodie Land is, is just a ton of food trucks go to where the Rose Bowl is played in Pasadena. And they set up in the parking lot. And you buy a ticket. It's like five bucks for a ticket. And then you get to go try all these food trucks. I mean, it's not free. You have to pay for the meals. But there's a lot of interesting ones and a lot of really, really good ones. Some that weren't that good. And it was an experience, to say the least. It was hot and sweaty in L.A. that day. And there's fried food in the air, all different types of cuisine, all different cultural meals. It was a lot of different aromas, a lot of different body odors, a lot of different body sizes to say the least, but that was a decent experience. I, I enjoyed it. I, I didn't enjoy it as much as some other people, but, uh, it was a, it was a fun, it was a fun experience, I guess. That trip was really cool. We had some hard kombucha, like alcoholic kombucha, which was, that was solid. And, uh, we got to spend time with some family out there, which was cool. It's really cool. Now that I'm officially part of my wife's family, we, we have family out there. She's had family. Now I have family out there. So it's cool to go out there and visit. San Diego is freaking legit, man. If you've never been to San Diego, I recommend it highly because it's not like the madness of LA. It's pretty clean over there. And it's, there's a beach, there's multiple beaches. You have, uh, the military bases over there. And I mean, it's just an interesting world to see. And there's a lot of cool places to go shopping things. And then the surrounding towns, which is pretty much where we were in the surrounding towns, those are all pretty cool too. So shout out to San Diego and Escondido and all those places over there. Um, yeah, what happened? What else? Uh, I've been traveling for work. And when I say traveling, I'm not saying like they flew me out to like New York or anything. I mean, like I had to drive to Granbury, Texas, where I'm from and um, got to do some work over there. But that's, that's always cool because I get to see my family, spend a day with them and well, not really, but spend the night at their house and say, you know, good night, see you tomorrow, see him in the morning, and then I go do work all day and then leave. But it was cool, man. It's cool to, to be able to travel for work. Um, of course, I'd rather it be somewhere awesome, but I'm not going to be super picky at this stage in my career. So it was cool. Got to work with some great people. Um Really good experiences, really good people, fun times. And I think that's kind of what I'm learning more so is that I enjoy more so than making money or anything like that. I mean, it's cool to make money and it's cool to, to meet cool people, but it's cool to combine them. And it's cool to really feel like you're having an impact and helping the small businesses out that you're working with. And I've actually felt some of that impact and, and some of the joy and, and happiness has brought those people. So it's really cool to see that and to witness that. And that's kind of what I'm chasing right now. Just need to find some more of that, which is fun and it'll come with time. But, um, yeah, father's day was, was a couple weeks ago. We played some golf and, uh, my dad loves to golf. So does my brother. And so do I. And so it's interesting. We're not good. I'll just first and foremost, we're not good. And I'd say it's probably, me 
and then my dad and brother are tied, but they're like pretty bad. Um, I'm not good, but they're pretty bad, and it's hilarious to see. So Father's Day came. We went to this pretty decent course randomly in Lipan, Texas. You would never think, but it was it was a pretty nice course out there. And uh, um, it's like, Dad, why'd you pick this course, dude? It's like random, kind of out of the way. I don't know. What are you doing? He's like, I heard it was nice. And we get out there, and it's freaking hard. Narrow fairways, which means, like, you can't really hit it left or right. And if you're not good at golf, you can't control where you hit the ball. You just, sometimes you make good contact. Sometimes you don't. Most of the time you don't. Sometimes it goes straight. Most of the time it doesn't. So I was like, dude, you just, you picked the hardest course. We could have gone and played somewhere. That would have been more fun. It ended up being really fun, but um, golf is wild. And I've been kind of obsessed with it lately. I have a, a turf like a strip of turf in the backyard that I hit off of and into a net. And whenever I take breaks from editing and work, I'll go out there and just swing the golf club. You'd think I'd be better, but I'm not. Anyways, um, I have a, I have a reel that I made that I'm in the process of making for that California trip. And it's going to be really short, like probably less than a minute, but so far it was cool. What I, what I remember of it, I haven't worked on it in a couple weeks, but it's good. My productivity is it's kind of all over the place, if you haven't noticed. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not good at productivity, and I've I got to get better at it. It's crucial that I get better at it. I'm reading a book on how to help with that, but the thing is is I will read, and I'll, I'll be pretty consistent in my reading, and then I'll go to bed late, and I won't read for a night, and then that turns into two nights, and that turns into three nights, and then whenever I read again, I kind of forgot what I where I left off. I mean, I have a bookmark, but like the pages and the chapters that I previously left off on, I don't quite remember. So then I go back and read, and it just takes me forever to read books. But I like audiobooks. I enjoy audiobooks, but I, I feel like I get more benefit out of reading it and writing it down rather than just hearing it. Because I don't, I don't retain it well either way, but I think I retain it better if I visually see it and then I'm able to write it down. That's kind of my method on how I memorize or internalize information. So, but anyways, shout out to Bubby again for his birthday. He's, he's 29 this year. Just kidding. He's 28. But my brother's birthday is 15 days exactly after mine. Random fact. Anyways, this podcast uh, episode has really got me thinking a lot on work. Let me rephrase that. I've been thinking a lot on work, so that's why I wanted to make this episode and talk about the significance of work, how it plays a crucial role in all of our lives, and how it can sometimes teeter that, that fine line of when is too much work and when is not enough work. And it's an interesting thing because I'm – as a growing, I call myself a business owner. I mean, I'm kind of a business. I don't, I don't know. It's weird. I don't, I'm not like a brag about it, but like I kind of have a business going right now. And so it's hard to just shut it off because I work at my house. And so whenever I have an idea or something hits me about a client or a potential video idea in the living room and it's like a night, I want to go start immediately but i have to kind of shut that down or if i am working on something i take a break i'll go work out we'll have dinner and then i'm like okay i'm ready to go i'm refueled 
I could do this again for a couple hours. But of course I have a wife, like I have a family. I got a dog to take care of. I can't just be leaving. So it's interesting, especially working from home. But work is significant and uh, work is important, I think. And uh, even biblically, like God worked for six days before he even rested, right? And that's not, I'm not saying you should never rest or you only take one rest day, do what you got to do. But there's some significance to that, right? Even God worked for six days before he rested on the seventh day. And so um, it's just an interesting to think about. It's interesting to think about whenever you, when you put it in perspective like that, right? Um, hard work over long periods of time gets you into positions that you most likely want to be in. Uh, I mean, there's some variables to that, right? Like if you're working at something hard consistently and you don't really like it or you don't care much for it, you're probably not going to care to advance and whatever that is. But if you're passionate or even slightly interested in what you're doing, you're going to advance just due to the, the consistency and like factor of that. And so <clears throat> that's kind of what I'm trying to hit right now. Like, there's only so much I can learn without implementing, right? You have to learn it and you have to implement it and then you have to repeat the process. And so right now I'm obviously still learning continuously, but there's an element of this business thing that's only going to be only time can change that specific factor that I'm speaking of. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just interesting how that works. Um, we spent a lot of time at work, you know, like think about it growing up from the first time we were able to go to school, like most of our days hourly, like in terms of hours or percentage of your day is spent at school or work. And that's super weird to think about because, you know, you got to eat still, you got to sleep still and you got to work. Those are the three biggest things that we're doing our whole lives. And so it's like a testament to it, right? If you're doing stuff, not really caring about what you're doing, that's going to translate into really everything else, I think. I think that if you don't really care how hard you work, even if you don't really like the job or how much effort you're putting in or how good the quality is that you're producing, that's going to translate into other things in your life, maybe to how you're eating, maybe to how you're treating others, maybe to how your personal relationships are. Um, there's a saying, it's like how you do anything is how you do everything. And I really believe that. And I, I really like that quote because it's true. It's like, well, how well are you treating others? How well are you working? Or if you're, are you doing, doing those both to the best of your ability? Or are you slacking in one and you're seeing that kind of per, like suades how you're doing the other I'm rambling, but that's how I feel. Um, I, I think about this all the time and I was like, like the people who are in the positions that you probably would want to be in quote unquote successful or quote unquote, like top of the top of the food chain, top of the food chain or top tier people. Um, they didn't get there accidentally. <clears throat> they didn't get there overnight either. There's a, there's a saying that says Jordan Peterson actually says it. He says, um, he said, what did he say? He says, I was an overnight success. It took me 10 years to become an overnight success. And I've said that quote on here before. I know I have. But think about that. It's like, it took me 10 years 
to become an overnight success. Nobody knew who he was for 10 years, and then all of a sudden he popped off, which I don't know if that was his goal or not. I think he just was producing the best content and what he was caring about or passionate about, but resulted in him doing it at the highest level. I think that translates to everything. No matter what you're doing, no matter if you're working out, you know, if you're working out for 10 years and you're consistent and you're working hard, you're going to see some results. It's not like, it's not like you genetically impossible of gaining muscle or losing fat. Uh, you know, same with your eating, same with any sort of work. If you're an accountant and you're working hard for 10 years, you're going to get really, really good. You know, that's just how it works. Some people are naturally gifted and they, their baseline is higher than other people's baselines, but I don't think they become the best, the best if they don't work hard for a long period of time, which trying to do that in every aspect of my life. And it is hard, it's hard, but if it was easy, everybody would be super successful, you know, and that's just not how the world works. So interesting. Um, I, I read this book by this author called named James clear and James clear talks about, um, not in the book. This was a different quote he said, but Life rewards courage. And I think it takes courage to be able to commit to something for a prolonged period of time. If you're training for a marathon, it takes courage because first of all, marathons are scary if you've never done one. I've still never done one and I'm scared to do it. And it takes courage, but that courage will be rewarded at the end of the race. You, If you get to that point, you're going to cross the finish line and be so elated that you did that and you put all that work in and you suffered that physical and mental suffering, that beating that you took, it'll be rewarded at the end of the day. And maybe not like f physically or monetarily, but mentally and, and emotionally and spiritually, you'll probably feel way rewarded rather than quitting midway through. And that's a, that's a terrible feeling. If you've ever quit something before, you probably know that it's not a good feeling to know that you've kind of left something on the table especially being in sports my whole life, you, you notice that. Like I remember vividly my senior year of high school, we actually made it to playoffs. That was the best game I've ever played in my high school career. Unfortunately, one of our, like our best player was injured. And so I had to really step up. I was probably like top, you know, top five, whatever starting guy. But, um, I had like 20 plus points, a couple assists, a lot of rebounds, a couple steals, you know, I was, I was doing really well that game and it was the best I'd ever done. And I remember we lost, but I remember bawling my eyes out after the game. Cause I was like, holy crap, this is my last game ever. I could have been doing that all season, but I waited till the last game I've, I ever will have in my whole life to do that. And it doesn't make sense when you really look back and think about it. It's like, why was I holding back? That's the regret I have. And it's not that I wasn't trying. It's just like, I guess I wasn't trying as if it was my last game, which is a testament to how you should live life and how you should work, you know, because it's going to only reward you in, in the benefit, um, in your benefit at the end of it. I'm a super good motivational speaker. If you're still listening, this is amazing. This is what my brother and sister hear every time I talk on the phone with them, just rambling. And, and, you know, I really think that if you work hard and, and pray to God and, and, eat your vegetables, you're going to be successful one day. That's what I say to them every time. It's hilarious. But I believe it. So I, I preach it, you know, and I try to do it myself. 
and uh, it is hard to do, but I don't know. I don't think, I think if you go your whole life without hearing it or people don't tell you, they either A, don't really want to see you succeed that bad or B, they're just lazy too or they don't know. I don't, I don't know. There's like multiple things it could be. But life rewards courage. I believe that's a true quote. Um, I liked that one when I read it. And, and James Clear is a really good author and he has, he sends out weekly emails, which I'm considering doing if I ever get my life together and straighten up my productivity. Um, another thing that he says is, uh, wh whether it's a project in work or something in life, right? Is this, is this project pulling me in or am I pushing it forward? Is this relationship pulling me in or am I pushing it forward? Um, it's a weird one, right? But like if you're if you're moving the needle, that's good. But if the thing is kind of overwhelming and it's pulling you in, it's sometimes really challenging to want to double down when something's pulling you towards it, when it's it's kind of overwhelming, making you scared, making you nervous. And then that's sometimes the best opportunity or the best time to double down. And to, to really say, you know what, this marathon training sucks. I know that's the only example I have. This trying to grow my business sucks. I hate it. It's really hard. I feel like I'm getting pulled into this thing. But I'm going to double down. I'm going to work harder. I'm going to get up earlier and get my workout out of the way so that I can have the rest of the day to work. I'm going to network. I'm going to go to these weird events, meet new people, hopefully get new business out of it. Sometimes we see the most rewarding and um, the best outcomes when we do that. And so I think that's cool. I'm really, I'm really happy with life right now. I'm in a good spot. And sometimes it's not because I'm being successful, but it's just because it's always challenging me. And I really thrive in that. I love the challenges that life presents itself. And I love it because it's, it gives you an opportunity to step up to step up and overcome. And I don't know why I just truly, I truly enjoy that. And it's hard. Sometimes it's super depressing and sad. And like, you know, like I've said before, I've, there's per periods of time, like this year when I was making no money, zero money, and I have a wife to support and to help take care of. And we have a dog and it's weird when you feel in these extreme lows and you're like, let's do it. Like now I have no other option, but, to step like towards it harder, you know, and, and double down on whatever it is. So interesting, interesting. I can tell I've been off the mic a long time whenever I start to get like an itchy throat and I need to clear my throat or take a drink, trying to power through it. But this is what I'm going to leave you on. The poet Danielle Doby once said this about the power of small acts. And I'm going to leave you with this. When you create a difference in someone's life, you not only impact their life, you impact everyone influenced by them throughout their entire lifetime. No act is ever too small. One by one, this is how to make an ocean rise. I thought that was really cool and a good way to end it. Um, no act is ever too small. And when you impact somebody else, you're impacting everybody that they will ever be in contact with. So keep that in mind, stay positive, be kind to people, show love to everybody, 
everybody has opinions. Not everybody has the right opinion um, because they're all opinions. You know what I mean? So treat everybody like you love them and like you care about them, regardless of if that's true or not. Man, I'm on my soapbox today, ladies and gentlemen. But that has been an episode of the AV Club podcast. Check out my website. If you're looking for video work, I'm plugging myself nowadays. If you're looking for video work, hit up my channel. Uh, it's called the AV Productions on YouTube, AaronVia.co. Uh, that's my website, AaronVia.media on my Instagram. And uh, if you want to see some sort of like workout content or YouTube content or whatever, let me know and hit me up because I don't know what to make. I'm kind of stuck in this business mindset. I need to be stuck in the creative mindset that I've drew me to this side of, of the world anyways. I don't know. Anyways, thanks for listening. If you can leave a review on this thing, do it for me. Do it for your boy. Spread the word. I'll get more consistent and let me know who you want on the show. Peace out. Thank you. See you later.